Hi, I'm Christina, the CEO at Scopio, the largest library of authentic photos. You can find us on Instagram at Scopio Images, and this is a series bringing the most talented photographers around the world to give us tips, ideas, and tell us about current events they really care about. We know you will find actionable, real steps to build your career and ideas. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Ms. Hawatme. How are, did I say it right? Yeah, I uh, I should give you some sort of award for that. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. How's how's things in in? Are you in the east or in the west? I'm I in keep... LA. Are oh, you in LA? Sunny LA. And my last name is Jordanian. Okay, I figured it's Middle Eastern. Yeah, um, and you are uh, you're in which city in South Africa? So so I'm. On, it's a city called Port Elizabeth, down on the southern tip of Africa, uh, midway between Cape Town and Durban, if you know the, the geography layout of South Africa. A little small coastal city, kind of like a Detroit of South Africa. Great. And why is your Instagram say uh, in South Africa, not China? Or what? Uh, I, I said I'm not, I'm not made in China because everything is made in China, right? Oh. So I'm... I was, thinking, I was expecting a Chinese person to come on that grew up in South Africa. Yes, yes, yes. Hopefully one day I'll turn into Chinese. Much love to my Asian family. So how's, <laughs> how's Scopio doing? And thanks for, the, thanks for the work that you guys are doing, the importance of, uh, you know, uh, visual imagery and what it means, especially in these expanding times of social media representation. And, and that's really what, made me gravitate towards you know photography okay so so like you say i'm Rusha boyson born and bred in south africa born during the apartheid times not understanding the dynamics of apartheid and what it means because i'm just a human yeah. and you know the politics of the day dictated that we we box into racial categories uh, i grew up in south africa as what we label a racial category called uh, colored which is people wedged between black and white, not really one of either. And uh, that's really what made me gravitate towards photography because I wanted to tell, you know, my community's story. Uh, I've been able to go a few places around the world. I was in LA about four years ago, 20, yeah, yeah, it will be four years ago where I went to the mixed race conference in LA, uh, showed some of the portraits that I took, you know, within my community. And yeah, from there on, just gravitate towards image representation, what it means and being part of like this world, but also the people I find around me, like how do I get there, you know, because images is so important as to how people view themselves or how they find themselves repre represented within a particular space, like in South Africa, where there was no representation, beaches were whites only beaches. And, you know, we, we had to be on the side elsewhere and being able to finally compete where you can say, hey, I see someone that looks like me. I see a Trevor Noah on TV and he kind of looks like me and he's from the same community that I'm from, you know, so that's really that's what made me love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like we we got some issues with him. He, he, we got some issues. He's become Americanized, but we won't hate him. You know, uh, we'll we give him his to, space. Otherwise, we won't understand <laughs> him. 
Yes, yes. And sometimes it's about assimilation. And, you know, when we move, when we travel to different spaces, and I'm, I'm viewing immigrants that's coming into South Africa from other parts of the continent, how they are viewed and how they need to be representation because we have issues like xenophobia. We have issues of people being called names because they're foreigners. And, and that's really where tools like art becomes important because we need we need representation of, of not just ourselves but we need to be open towards acceptance of other people you know and so the photography the so i'm involved in photography and music and arts all around and that for me was the whole package as to me wanting to learn more about other people and not trying to build a wall right because the whole the whole world now is around building walls We've got these digital spaces that enable us to converse more freely, right. but there's other, there's other boundaries being set up elsewhere, you know? And so Ruscha has really been about like the community, about talking about issues in the community and using myself as a vehicle to, to kind of like redirect people to, hey, this is where I'm from. This is my community and this is what's happening in my space. And I believe there's so many people around the world that's been doing that. And, and how do you that, share that? Like, how do you, how do you break through, through that concept? Like, you, so you acknowledge that there's an issue in representation. How do, what's your next step to actually make a difference in that? I think, I think there will always be uh, uh, gatekeepers, right? And so the internet has been a powerful tool for me particularly i me and a friend over 20 years ago we started one of the first african hip-hop websites you know and there was no representation in terms of like african hip-hop on a global platform so we really wanted to amplify voices from our community and say hey world this is what we're doing this is our voices this is our accents come listen to us you know and everyone that was open and keen to really participate and listen. And that has enabled so many doors to open. You know, we had visiting artists from around the world coming and we were kind of like the local gatekeepers that could enable them to interact with, you know, locals. So now we all have Instagrams, we all have our websites, our, our popular mediums. And so that's really, really powerful mediums you know, to, to formulate communities. But the danger about formulating communities is sometimes we end up living in bubbles, right? And it's always important to burst that bubble and just burst out of it, you know? So for me, it's been, a, 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 like, it's been about traveling, about meeting new people, inviting new people, and taking my world to spaces that is not within this 360-degree circles where I find myself. Well, how do you also share that? Like if you create a platform, a lot of people here, they have art, but it's difficult for them to share it. Uh, mm, mm. Have you found any interesting ways to distribute or to, again, break through uh, certain things so that you can be in a different environment or at least showcase your art in a different environment? Uh, I think I've kind of like gravitated towards like academia. And so I've been able through academia to, enable networks around the world, you know, whether, yeah. it's Stan whether it's Stanford University inviting me over, 
you know, such doors has opened. And obviously, it is quite a journey to, to, to get yourself, I mean, I'm sure as the owner of a, a platform, you know the difficulty in really marketing and, and putting yourself out there. And it takes a lot of wor work. And it like to enable your brand and to make people comfortable and believe in your brand, you yeah. really need to do something that's unique and make them want to come back to you, right? And so for me, it's really been about the, enable, the enablement through academia because I really wanted to challenge conventional academia as we know it, you know, and say anyone can be an academic. You don't need to be at NYU or VIT University in South Africa. You know, you need to be able to converse with anyone and there should be no boundaries. And so it's really been for me about using my images in, in, in academic, academic spaces, having conversations around it. And it's, it's created a network, you know, I've just got an invite from a friend in Brazil that wants to do a project. He's like, we really would like to, you know, so with the collaboration part for me, it really be, cause I was an, uh, I was a early enabler of the internet and that has opened a lot of doors. Now I find, it's all about paid marketing. It's also not authentic a lot of times because we all want likes and followers, you know. So for me, it's really been through through academia, you know, and conversing with people. And are you teaching now? Is that no, not I would say community, more community projects, and uh, uh, I mean, COVID has disabled that for a while, and Zoom is, is cool, but Zoom. <laughs> We still need, like, I feel humans still need each other, you know? We need to sit in the same room and, and smell each other and be able to, you know, just feel each other. You know, it, technology has its advantage, but only so far, you know? Technology enables me to share my images, you know, and somebody else in the world might, might find it through the hashtag or whatever. But, you know, we still need to, in these spaces that we're in, we need to create more and you know that means we need to pray that COVID passes and, and enable us to once again you know create and and converse and be in the same spaces is there something that you think speeds up like in south africa for example there was a lot of speeding up of uh uh people getting comfortable with one another that were separated for a long time now in the United States, there's a lot of fearing and a lot of othering. Is there mm -hmm. anything that visuals can do or proje some projects that people can be a part of to really like shake people to see like that humanity in one mm -hmm. another? Mm -hmm. Because it's very polarized here and uh, mm -hmm. it feels like a far, kind of far cry. Mm -hmm. so, so, so the twist is that Africa is also in that space where it's become polarized again, right? And uh, so whether it's foreigners that is taking our jobs, so it's kind of like the same storyline. The foreigners are taking our jobs. The foreigners are creating crime in our country. We need to build larger borders. So the conversation is pretty much the same as, as we're seeing in the US, right? And I think it's, it's up to people that understand that these boundaries, uh, these divisional lines are not going to make our lives better, you know? 
And so it's about this pool of people that you know, that understand. So I've got an artist community that understands the role that they play. And so whether, so there's a lot of issues in South Africa, a lot of socioeconomic issues. We, the most unequal country in the world, whereby you can see visuals of Cape Town and you say Table Mountain and you're like in a first world country and like 15 minutes right away, you'll be in like a third world country. So to firstly deal, firstly being a photographer, it's hard because you can't just randomly walk with your camera in any space, you know, so you have to, you have to plan, you have to plot, you have to, like me, I, I got a drone recently to enable me to not be close to people so that I can ah. just do visual aerial shots, you know? So there's a lot of challenges still. And, and I, I'm fortunate that I have a artist community. I've got a friend from New York that started an NGO out here. He's working with kids in the townships around arts, education. He's building this new center. Uh, you know, I've helped him. I always volunteer, you know, because I think it's important for us to understand our privileges and what is being enabled for us and how we can in turn enable something for people that's less fortunate than ourselves. I think the, the, the stark reality is that the world is at a cutting edge, you know, and we need to understand that I might be okay but my neighbor not being okay is going to affect me, you know? And, and I believe as artists, we need to understand our role within that landscape. Yeah. I mean that, I think there's a big part too in public spaces that are um, mm. not getting used or they're not getting uh, utilized uh, in order to show some of this like socioeconomic, uh, mm -hmm. whether, I mean, even, simple things like graffiti like just mm. how all that i feel like is going away and everything is becoming more like sterile wherever you go so it's hard mm. to see the uh, like i guess vision uh, yes 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 i mean there's a there's a there's a friend of mine from cape town she actually lives in the state right now and she's a graffiti artist uh name is faith 47 and she's highly revered across the world. I went to Minneapolis a couple of years ago and they had an art piece of her. And so she's kind of like very artistic, but also her art is also very, touches on issues like within like our society. So she would go to like, because when we also visualize art, it's oftentimes in very nice spaces, right? And so she would go to the townships where you get these shacks and she'll do these amazing graffiti piece across the across these shacks, just giving a message of hope, you know, to the community and to larger South Africa. What would be like your uh, dream project? My dream project. Or, Let me see. I have so your, many. Maybe just your dream uh, in general. My dream. Okay, my like dream is to, My yeah. dream is to travel the world and just photograph in different communities and learn about all these communities. I want to go to the Middle East. That's one of the places that I definitely want to go to. You know, yeah, I've got a huge I've know. got a huge I've got a huge interest in 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 communities and culture and <laughs> learning, awesome. you know. Yes, definitely, you know, just learn about people, you know. So, yeah, and the book, 
I want to be in the book that you guys are putting out. Like, the, what's it, what's it? The, what publication? Yeah, it's gonna be everywhere. It's gonna be sold for the next five to ten years, maybe. Um, okay. You know what? I was think I was like literally. I woke up last night in my sleep, and I realized we don't have any images from like banks or okay. uh, or em some of these empty spaces. Like mm. something that was like restaurants that were really packed that became empty, sure, sure, or banks that were same that things that like are empty. A lot of our focus is on people, but then I yes, realized, yes. wow, we don't have any focus on like the public spaces that have transformed uh, mm. and maybe mm. been abandoned. That's one idea I had, uh, and then another one was about elderly people. Like we don't have enough that diversity. Most of them are. We don't have like enough diverse elderly people, like and how their lives changed. Um, and what else? I mean, do you have any ideas of something that you can, like what's what story do you feel like if you had one photo in that book? Um, mm -hmm. I I think one if I would capture one in South Africa, it would be like uh, we so we've got the new strain of COVID out, right? And everyone, everywhere in the world, they like we're banning flights to and from South Africa. So yeah. we kind of like we kind of like in an apartheid silo again. This country on its own, where nobody wants us, right? And when our social grants get paid, the lines like so. This, the social grants that like, so the government has offered people that no, don't normally get social grant, kind of like a special social grant for people that's not working. So we've got high unemployment rate and they get about $15, right? Which is nothing. A week? Uh, no, for the month. For the month, right? <laughs> and on these days when you, when the people get paid, uh, the lines. So it's kind of like when, when South Africa, when apartheid was over and black people could vote in South Africa, you had these long lines. And so now during COVID, you kind of like have these same lines and there's no space, the desperation of the people to, so you're either going to die of COVID or you're going to die of hunger. And it's a really, it will be a really haunting image because it's like, most people don't care about social distancing because they just want to get them. And it's, 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 it's really haunting. Peep COVID. They're scared to die of hunger. Wow. That would be nice. I mean, that wouldn't be nice to capture, but that would be, if you can capture mm -hmm. the line. Yeah, yeah, that will be a stock. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna try. When you, when you submit it, you submit the story as much details like that as you mentioned. Sure. If there's any mm -hmm. other small nuances that you can also bring up, like anything specific in the photo mm -hmm. or the location or any historical sure. facts, mm -hmm. include include that in the story because I think it's gonna mainly be a photo and then the story next to it, and we'll okay. have about okay. I think 300 stories sure mm -hmm. so uh, and so so, so tell me I'll, I'll uh, uh my team now all right all right i just wanted to know so will it be only like will editorial images be accepted or only commercial and i, I still need to get my way around 
yeah. understanding your, your release on your website. It's a bit complicated. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, if there's somebody in the photo, send them that link and have them fill okay. out that form. Uh, sure. That's the release bit. And we're not sure yet about editorial and commercial. We're trying mm -hmm. to make it as a historical book, but we might sure. have rules, rules around it. So if you mm -hmm. can get ones that they're not recognized, and then okay. some that they are recognized, we'll sure. try to see what we can get away with. Okay, okay, that's awesome. Maybe shoot cropped where you don't see faces, but just maybe people, a line of people standing. Or, I don't know, I mean, we have one artist for Black Lives Matter, he blacked out the eyes. Okay, um, okay. Or uh, you can get the back of their back from the line. Hmm. Okay, gotcha. I got your rear views. Yeah. Uh, oh. Try a bunch of stuff and we'll see what we can do. With that. Okay, okay, that's awesome. That would be that would be amazing to have you because because it's this book is going to be again on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. It's oh, going to be like okay. a Humans of New York type of book. Sure. Uh, and it's really exciting because they chose us for the whole uh, authenticity project. Of, mm -hmm. Yeah, for the authenticity of our and global community. So we're sure. making sure that everyone is getting represented in the stories. So we have okay. different protests in Poland, um, uh, all the way to the Lebanon explosion, all the way to Brazil, um, with people talking about how they're dealing with it. Yeah, awesome. the photographer I'm talking about with the blacking out the eyes is Emery Barnes. He's a New York photographer. Okay. Uh, you can check it. He made it like look really artsy and it's black and white. But sure. um, but I'm sure there's other things we can do. That's, that's Just make awesome. sure the quality is there. Like it has to be. Sure. Yeah, which I'm sure you love. On point. I gotcha. <laughs> um, and if you wanted to mention any organizations or whatever, we could do that too. Oh, that's awesome. Because I'm, I'm working with a local, the one that I told you, Art, Artworks for Youth, who's done some amazing work. I've... I've helped him actually with some photos. So one of the projects was these kids in, in this township community. So most of the time, the teachers are not present. The teachers are not pitching up. And so these kids are expected to write exams. And then there was no student, a teacher for like half of the year. And these of kids- Because in general? No, no, no. This was before COVID. So it was just like general, lackadaisical, no, wow. you know. And so- we did a photo are they project where are the teachers sorry are the teachers yeah they're getting paid? paid they're getting they're getting paid and and so the project was we i took a portrait of them and each of them had a message to the teacher <laughs> and we and we posted it guerrilla style around the city center where That's we knew it will will yeah yeah you public shame them Yes, we publicly shamed him. And a few days later, we saw they <laughs> pulled the, it was huge ass pictures. We, they pulled it all down. Wow. Is that, was that last year? Yes, that was last year. Okay, great. You should submit that too. If you have like multiple stories, uh, mm -hmm. submit a few of them so that you have a better chance. Thank you. Shukran. Thank you. <sighs> Um, I well, my I was literally on my bucket list to South Africa. We have actually some great photographers from South Africa, so I'll okay. So you invited. We should introduce you all together. Um, 
I don't know please, if you've seen please. any of their videos or podcasts, but there's a few I've interviewed. Um, okay. I think one of them is in Johannesburg. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I'll look them up. They should be in the feed, uh, but hopefully we can connect you guys together so you can do more projects also. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll be patiently waiting for your arrival. I love it. I'm there. <laughs> Just let me All get right. a shot. I need the COVID shot. Okay. Okay. The vaccine. Yeah. Absolutely. Fine. Thank right. you. Thank you. Have Thank a good day. You. Bye. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'm Christina, the CEO at Scopio. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Scopio Images. Head over to scopioscop.io for access to the world's largest library of authentic images. Scope them out. And if you're a photographer, don't forget to sign up to get the world to use your diverse images. Thanks and see you next week.